Greetings, and welcome to Top Tier Volunteer, a Tennessee Vols podcast. I'm your host, Andre, and this is episode 10. This podcast is done in memory of my mother, Loretta Lowe, and my favorite artist, Young Dolph. I also want to give condolences to the family of my one of my favorite um, rap, rap groups member, Takeoff, who recently was shot um, on Monday. So definitely condolences to his family and prayers. So as I'm recording this, we've recently been voted, you know, by the college football playoff as the official number one team in the whole country. You know, when I made this podcast, I didn't think that we'd be at this point right here, but here we are. And it it feels great, you know, just to be part of it and to be making content at such a good time in um, when it's such a good time to be a Tennessee fan. So the last time we seen our boys, we smashed Kentucky uh 44 to 6 it was it wasn't even that close um we took Kentucky's life from them literally they were they literally talked the most junk all week on Twitter and all this and we humbled them so bad and like I love what like we like making them love it they're making extra videos extra it's just extra all types of talk because <laughs> they really thought they could beat us and they think they're a better team than us and they're just like Tennessee light you know what I'm saying like they want to be like us but they really can't so on to the game. Uh, the player of the game, Hendon Hooker, for offense is uh, Hendon Hooker. Another phenomenal performance. Um, the offense didn't even seem to be clicking that well, and we still won for, I mean, you know, by like 38 points or something like that. Uh, yeah, so it's just crazy how, how it works. And Hendon Hooker went uh, 19 for 25, 245 yards, three touchdowns. He rushed 10 times, 23 yards, and got another touchdown. And this offense is just moving, you know, as good as it wants to. We can score pretty much at will. Um, even when we do get slowed down, it's not really our fault. It's more like penalties and stuff like that. It's not the execution of the offense. It's more the execution of the players. So it's just crazy. Um, and for defense, we showed up this game. You know, all the all the talk all week was, you know, tennis, when Kentucky had the better advantage, you know, their defense going against our offense. But little did they know it was the other way around. You know, Kentucky's a run-first team, and when they tried to pass the ball, they didn't have much protection. So the defense ate that alive. Um, all we had to do was stop stop uh, Rodriguez on the first two downs and then make, you know, supposedly first-round pick Levis throw the ball. And, you know, Danico Slaughter, who that's what I'm uh, getting at, who's the player to, uh, for defense, just lighting him up, man. He made the, the best defensive player all year by uh, smacking Dane Key. Um, and letting uh, popping the ball up in there for Mitchell to get the interception. And then later in one-on-one coverage, he, you know, done what DBs don't seem to do nowadays, which is turn to find the ball and make a play on it and actually catch it and come down with it. So great game by him, great game by him, and just the defense in general. So for the defensive uh, player of the game is definitely Danico Slaughter. So this is probably one of the few times all year we'll be able to, you know, say that the defense was, the you know, the star of the game. So this time for this uh, episode, I'm gonna lead with the defense. The defensive line, A plus, man. They've been going, they've been going crazy all year, but especially when the O line is suspect for the other team, our D line is gonna eat. All the stunts and stuff worked, you know. All that we stopped Rodriguez when we wanted to, you know. It was only like one or two drives where Kentucky actually, you know, threatened to score. And when they did, you know, that's when we got the interceptions and stuff. So 
the D-line just did, did an overall great job. You know, Byron Young is coming along, Amari Thomas, and the the, uh, the best player on the D-line on Saturday was definitely, what's his name, 95, DeJon Terry. You know, this dude showed up. He blocked the field goal, I mean, the extra point. He was he got a sack, I think. He was he they got multiple uh TFLs, I'm I'm feeling like. And you know, DeJon Terry is not a name we say often, but uh, he's definitely a player, so I'm glad that he's emerging. And I'm just I'm just really liking how the defense is coming around at the right time because we, we're gonna need them for this final push. Um moving on to the linebackers. This is easily the best game for uh Jawan Mitchell. He got an interception, um, and before that, I noticed him making several tackles, which I don't seem to do often because he's never really around the ball. He'll just be like, show up late after the tackle is already made. Um, <clears throat> uh, other players are making tackles. Aaron Beasley got back there a couple times. Of course, Jeremy Banks was out there flying around. So, once again, you know, this is one of our better games. I feel like Kentucky uh, played exactly the type of offense that our defense is set to take advantage of. So, um <clears throat> Even the linebackers had a good game, so great job by them. And uh, finally, the secondary, man. <laughs> Definitely, you know, when coming to this game, everybody thought our secondary was going to get toasted yet again. You know, we had a couple people hurt. Uh, Hatton, we didn't know if Hatton was going to play. McCullough was coming back. Um, Christian Charles was out. So we just had a couple, you know, random people coming in, you know, people from last uh last week from the UT Martin game we're starting this week so we didn't really know what to expect and you know they just ate Will Levis alive they made Will Levis go from supposedly I don't know who these experts are they but they were saying Levis was a first round pick overall first pick and our secondary held this dude to 94 yards and three interceptions make that make sense if you've been watching Tennessee all year our secondary is not that good at all and I, you couldn't tell on Saturday maybe it was the jerseys uh, I don't know, but everybody was making plays. Even they only really got one long pass play. So definitely, definitely the greatest, uh, best game by them so far this year. And I'm really proud of them that they're grounding in form because if they play like this, even halfway like this against Georgia on Saturday, we're going to beat the hell out of Georgia. That's all I'm going to say about that. So great job by the defense. I'm very encouraged by what we're seeing. Shift into the offensive side of the ball. Um, starting with the quarterback, like I said earlier, Hendon Hooker is just moving at uh, max efficiency right now. Uh, he might have a little couple overthrows here or there. He might miss a pass or two, but overall, we're just going to score points, and he's going to be the main one making it happen. Um, so moving on to the running backs. Running backs did a great job. You know, Jabari, I think I feel like that was one uh, the, the drive of the game. Uh, it was like the second or third one, um, and we just – Drove down the field about 15 plays, and we made Kentucky like it. A lot of runs, a lot of runs, like four or five runs in a row, and they just couldn't stop it. Jabari was getting the tough yards, and then, you know, um, Jalen Wright, who's been getting better, you know, he, he fumbled a little bit earlier this year, but he's been getting better and better game by game, and last game was great. He got to the second level a couple times, and he was just very strong at the point of attack. You know, they couldn't get him down. He put his hand on the turf and kept going. Then the second one, he went heads up with like three dudes, popped off him and kept going a little bit more. And it's great great just to see that. Moving on to the wide receiver, um, our man Cedric Tillman was finally back. You know, they made a concerted effort to get him the ball early in, in the game. Um, he called the passes, tried to get a couple, but, you know, it wasn't deep routes or nothing. It was just, you know, get him catching the ball, get him tackled a little bit, get him dirty, and um, move on to the next. Um 
the fact that he's been gone a couple weeks has opened up Jalen Hyde for, you know, maximum awards, just, you know, a lot of recognition across the country. And uh, said did a, they ran a couple routes that got uh, Hyde wide open, wide open. And, and it's just easy to see that um, how good the, the play calling is and how good the route running is. And it just confuses the whole secondary. Uh, Jalen got two more touchdowns. He's the all-time uh, touchdown leader and wide receiver for a wide receiver in uh, at UT. Touchdown catches with 14 of them. So every other touchdown he catches the rest of the year is going to be a new record. Um, Brew McCoy, we just... Now I feel now I think we got the best wide receiver uh core in the country. Just cause the way with those three, Keaton, Brew, and Jalen were playing, and then uh Tillman comes back, you know, once he starts playing hundred percent, really gonna be unstoppable. Um moving on to the tight ends, uh obviously Princeton Fenton is just basically a big ass running back right now. Um he does he gets the tough yardage. Um as soon as we get basically inside the five yard line, that dive play or him getting the ball is obviously, you know, um a, a play called is uh, available to us. Um he called a couple passes over the middle. Jacob Warren, he just gets in where he fit in and uh, you know, great, great, great job by the wide receivers and the tight ends. Moving on to the O line, you know, they've just been playing outstanding the last couple games. Um they don't really give up a lot of pressures. They know what they're doing. Uh, both the both the tackles are are holding their own against top flight pass top flight pass rushers. Um, our guards are nasty. And right, Darnell Wright is just uh, like I said, like everybody's saying, he just turned himself into a first round pick, showing off his versatility. Um, he's able to swing. He's able to get out and and, and pass block. He's able to get out on the run game as well. And he's won uh, Offensive Lineman of the Week at least twice this year, I think. So, once again, great job by the O-line. And they're, they're very, the, you know, the most underrated unit, underrated unit on the whole team. And um, I'm just glad to see it. So, moving on to the special teams. I don't know what's up, man. McGrath has been missing, you know, ever since we got those. Maybe we need to get the, the goalposts out the river and put the other ones back in or something like <laughs> He's been missing ever since the Bama game. But, you know, we scored so many points that he's not really worried about right now. Maybe against the, in Georgia and the playoffs. But we just we, – he'll get better. He'll get better. The punter, um, he got a couple down inside the, the one to two five-yard line. Um, he doesn't punt much, but when he does, it, we just need him to be consistent and, you know, just try to flip field. And our kickoff coverage is great, man. All year we I don't I haven't seen, you know, a return and make it past to the thirty five or nothing like that. Um just great coverage. The freshmen are flying around. Punt coverage is good. Now we barely punt, so we I barely, I think we barely have any punt return numbers. So just get uh kicking a little bit better and tighten that up and our special teams will be A plus yet again. And uh finally moving on to the coaching. Coach Hypo just continues to amaze, amaze me. Uh, the defensive coordinator, Tim Banks, you know, people were talking a lot of trash because we gave up a lot of yards, but, you know, the defense is always on the field. So it's definitely a bend but don't break, break mindset, and we try to rush and get, you know, interceptions and stuff. And, you know, Tennessee, they put out a um, a graphic earlier. You know, we have nine interceptions, which is first in SEC. We got 16 turnovers overall which is first, I think, like second in the SEC or something like that. So we're getting turnovers, we're getting sacks, we're getting pressure. And like I said, we basically need three stops a game to, to win the game if 
if if it's a high scoring affair. And if we get more than three stops and there and and dictate the game with our defense, then we're gonna beat the hell out of a team. So just great, great by the coaching. Everybody's fired up. Even all aspects, the special teams coach is good as well. So this team is clicking on all cylinders right now. And you can definitely see why they're number one in the country, you know. Unstoppable offense, opportunistic defense, special teams that has affected three or four games this year. Um, the LSU game, we won the game with special teams. Like, it, this team is just clicking on all cylinders. Um, we got a big, big game against Georgia on, on Saturday. They're number three, so they're going to be p- pretty pissed about that, I'm sure. Um, and I feel like Stetson versus Hendon is going to be the ultimate test because no, our O-line, their O-line versus our D-line is going to be the ultimate test because if we get pressure on Stetson and make him make some dumb mistakes, which he doesn't do often, and make him rush and overthrow passes, you know, then we won the game because they're going to try to run the ball two times, three times, and they're going to try to pass, play action, stuff like that. And, you know, I'm sure they're going to go for it on every, you know, every reasonable fourth down. So the defense is going to have come strong this game. Um... It's gonna be a balls to the wall game. I'm I'm ready. You know, we've every game this year seemed like it's a big game because you know when the SEC we're highly ranked and we're pretty much rivals with everybody. So each game feels like it means something. Georgia's not really even our one of our main rivals, but you know they're number three. They're in the SEC East, and we still hate them. So of course it's a big game. You know, so as a Tennessee Vols fan, it can't get much better than this right now. You know. Also wanted to stress how much I loved that we whooped Kentucky's ass and made them love it. Um, my very first game was a Kentucky game, the one where JG threw, you know, three interceptions in the first two minutes of the game. And we, you know, all week Kentucky just kept bringing it up, bringing it up. Like, yeah, y'all suck and all this other stuff and we're going to keep it close. And nobody's felt felt us more this year than Kentucky did. And I, I'm loving it. You know, just <laughs> the videos. The, the the country is gonna love Tennessee. You know, if you're if you're not a you know just a regular fan and you're just a common fan, the social media interaction, the the videos, the the graphics, the memes, the the radio listeners, and then the actual games itself, the stadiums. We got the best alternate uniforms. We got the two best alternate uniforms. The gray smoke, which we ever want to talk about, the smoky gray or the all black. All black was oh my gosh, so beautiful. I'm just loving everything that. Tennessee is doing right now you know even when it's not a number one game in the country we wear uh you know good colors or we'll even for home came coming we had the blue uh the blue accessories so we're making every game feel special and the university fully understands what's going on and I really wish I'm I'm pretty sure if we beat Georgia the Heisman campaign is definitely going to start because Hendon's going to win it after that. All he has, if he has a good game against Georgia, the trophy's his. And, you know, two years ago, we definitely would never think we'd be here. So I think we all feel the same. It feels damn good (laughs) to be a Tennessee Vol right now. Um, I don't really have much to say. Uh, Just ready for the game on Saturday. So this is Andre signing out. Go Big Orange. And uh, if you like this podcast, 
please uh, like, subscribe, you know, do all that crazy stuff. Retweet if you can. If you see my, you know, tweet and post it on there, I really appreciate it. Uh, and thank you so much.